0: Anxiety about what you're producing, external anxiety about things other people ask you to do. And then there's that kind of emotional anxiety as an artist about where do I stack up?
1: Have you ever heard the the term procrastination?
0: No, but I understand it and I've used procrastination. I guess I I procrastinate. Well, isn't all procrastination procrastination? Or all procrastination, procrastination? (laughs) you're dragging your feet on doing something
1: well you do it in the really at the end of the possible end like you're not doing anything till the end and procrastination is kind of the thing where you do that months in advance before it actually is but like you're a week earlier or you stress about it like a month earlier or two weeks earlier or something like that like not just on the night before
0: oh no i haven't heard about that and i've never experienced that before
1: so that's kind of what I felt I had because right now I'm more chilled because I just finished the the workbook that I, I was meant to finish. Mm-hmm. And so the workshop, like it's five days out. Tuesday, yeah. yeah Tuesday, five days, six days, four days. Um, and and so that workbook kind of was like this milestone that I had to achieve, that it had to be done so that it can go to print and everything. And now I have the first version in my hand and I just made a mistake of not buying the right amount of uh cover uh paper like a special thicker paper and oh. and and so i just gonna go by that but like now it's it's a really easy thing to 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 fix but on friday last friday so more than a week out so eight days ahead of the workshop i was i was stressed i was like going through all the to-dos multiple times <laughs> a day and and i told my assistant like i'm like I'm, my mind is just going nuts over this right now. And I like, it's not that I cannot sleep, but it's, it's just, my mind is so full that I have trouble with the whole thing. And it's the first time that Mm -hmm. I host a workshop on my own, like any other workshop I've done it multiple times. I know how to run the workshop, uh, the day, like I'm at ease with having people around. And like, I think when the stress is on, like when people are here, like I'm going to be in a a mode where it's just like, everything's going to be fine. But until then Mm -hmm. I'm just like freaking out. I want to talk to you about like, how should we artists deal with stress, with anxiety, with, with like all this, this thing, like, especially now if you're a full-time artist, if you're working for yourself, you're, you're your own employer, like there's no one that you can kind of like relate that stress to, or like push it away. And and for me, it's just been like this. Mm, that's
0: true. You're on exactly, your own.
1: Like you don't have a boss that you can just go to and just say like, hey, it's just a little bit too much for me right now. And then he can just say like, all right, let's 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 take this off and this off. And like, you've got to make all these decisions. And wh- whilst you're planning everything and doing everything, like making more decisions is not really the best thing to go for.
0: I know. I mean, I just got back from almost two weeks of being on the road, got back from Los Angeles, I was speaking at Adobe Max, and also participating in the Adobe Insiders program for the third year. So like doing social content um, while I was at Max. And I guess that kind of relates.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we met actually the (laughs) first time around when we both were insiders for the Mm -hmm. first time around. I didn't make it two and three years in a row. I uh, the German team they they kind of like to switch out those mm-hmm. those insiders which is also cool. Yes. Um but we got to meet for the very first time at Adobe Max in Las Vegas.
0: That is so true. That is actually so full circle, but yeah, I just came back from that and you know, it was a lot. Um I think I took a little bit too much on my plate, but I think that's a common thing that creatives do, right? We what what is the phrase um we have it in english uh, your eyes are bigger than your stomach
1: yeah yeah so you yeah. put more yeah. on your
0: plate than yeah. you can actually eat and it's not always a bad thing but it can be a bad thing when you actually do overload yourself and can't find focus or get you know stressed out or you even burn out and then actually less gets done over the course exactly. of the month when you burn out <laughs> that is the i guess trickiness of running your own business that a lot of us aren't prepared for is yeah, doing everything yourself and honestly managing projects. Um, One thing that came to mind was, yeah, when you work alone, like now you have an assistant, I have an assistant and like you have someone to talk to which is great. But when you're alone, you can't even like vent to your coworkers about like, oh, this deadline's killing me or like, you know, there's no one to even bounce ideas off of. You're just kind of in a little echo chamber of your own mind. So Mm -hmm. I think that's honestly why we kind of started this podcast too, because you and I would chat and it felt so good to chat with another creative who worked in a similar area, who was running a similar like business and at that speed that it feels comforting to know you're not alone and that like you're in it
1: too. (laughs) That's true. That's the first thing my assistant said. She said like, you are having trouble because you, everything is in your head right now. And I'm like, I know Mm -hmm. I already have like three different to-do lists that I've created because I knew like everything was stuck in my head but even mm-hmm. even though now it's on the wall i still like well it's it's a great feeling to cross it off and to to let it go but then still it's true your mind goes insane and you're just like yeah how to deal with that
0: it's like having you know too many tabs open in your brain and they're all like important and they're all exciting
1: it is so there could be th- different areas so one would be kind of like your business you're running your business you have so many ideas of what you do like i feel that's kind of where you would go to is like having too many ideas, posts everywhere. Um, you know kind of where it goes and and you want to do everything, but you have to limit and restrain yourself. And so because you're doing too much, you feel like this anxiety come over and you're like, oh, what am I doing? Like juggling all these balls and you're afraid of dropping them all and just like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to leave it be. Yes. The other one is probably the anxiety from, from stress when you have like work to do for big clients, mm-hmm. like if this is your first $1,000 project, or then the next the 10000 10,000 and so on, like you can go up the ladder, but depending on what level you're at and you get the next step, you're like super anxious. Like, am I doing it right? Am I delivering the files correctly? Is, are they happy with what I'm doing? And so this kind of anxiety kicks in. And the last one is, what is the third one? I feel, feel like there's one that I'm missing
0: so there's creative anxiety on your own there's client uh like work anxiety
1: so there so there's internal there's external and and yeah like we, we probably the the one with the workshop for me is pretty much external where i just want to do mm-hmm. everything beforehand make every, sure that everything is ready mm-hmm. just because i want to make sure that the clients pretty much the the the, the artists that come into the workshop like like I want them to be super excited about the the workshop that they have the best day. So we're like trying to prepare their favorite drinks. That like we've asked them in 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 a uh, forum to ask them like, what's your favorite drink? What is your favorite snack? So make sure that we can get as much as we can to make them make it the best day ever that they had. Like that they're not just enjoying. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. That they're not just enjoying the. Um, You're
0: a natural event planner. Well, Workshops are perfect for you. Yeah, well.
1: <laughs> It's not that I'm a natural event player, but it's more like I I really enjoy like giving a best service mm-hmm. and like delivering on or kind of over delivering. Um, that's the goal. Like it's the, the workshop is not cheap and and people pay a lot mm-hmm. of money for it. And so I'm just excited to have them around, to teach them, to show them everything. But on top of that, I want to make it unforgettable. Like that's kind of what I wanted to do when I was doing photography, like mm-hmm. wedding photography. That's what I want to do when I do workshops. And so...
0: That's great. Honestly, that, those are the little touches too that make someone even a bigger fan of you. Like like you said, it's a full day workshop that you're doing. It's not cheap. So you're going to go above and beyond. It's like, what is that thing? Like under promise, over deliver. Like you always want to go. Always. Yeah. Because you set expectations that it's going to be a good workshop, but you just go a little bit further. And I think that's the benefit of in-person workshops is you get to do stuff like that. Like you can't give exactly. someone their favorite soda pop and like snack in an online course, even though online courses totally have their place. Like you and I both teach them. They're great. Um, they scale, but it's just different. It's nice to have a little bit of everything, different experiences for different people. Um, and I bet people are so excited to come meet you and hang out for the whole day. Like a whole day of your time is so valuable.
1: Well, that's, that's kind of the thing where you feel like, well, it cannot be that valuable like oh my gosh i'm just I a get, regular person like anyone i get else. in my head about that all the time imposter syndrome yes
0: and i actually even though like you and i have been you know doing lettering for a while we are comfortable pricing like we've been running our businesses i find myself surprised when i encounter a new little block where i'm like oh like am i worth that much money or like is my time worth that much and as a creative you're just always going to encounter those surprise little things like Yeah, like you said, you wake up every morning and you're like, "I'm just a regular person. I brushed my teeth, like I took a shower. Like there's really nothing. What like what makes me so special?" Um, But yeah, I mean, if you, it's exciting, um, but it's also scary to think that your time might be worth five thousand dollars for a day or ten thousand dollars for a day, Um, and it's because it challenges our idea of who we are, and we wonder if it makes us. Different than everybody else in a bad way, like, you know, am I an outlier? And you know, are people what are what are people gonna think? Blah, blah, blah. And Mm. yeah, even good things like making a lot of money or having a lot of followers or whatever it may be can just challenge those ideas of who we think we are, what we wanna be. And yeah, I was just talking with uh, I just did a guest little teaching segment in my friend Scotty's um like group coaching program and We were talking about how something you and I talk about all the time, no matter what level you're at, whether you are, you know, a year into your business, three years, five years, there's no like creative nirvana where everything's going to be stress-free. You're going to have ideas free-flowing forever. No matter how experienced you are, there are going to be new problems to solve, new challenges that come up. You know, it's a good problem to have more clients than you can handle, or it's a good problem to have more DMs than you can handle. But it's still a problem and you need to figure out how to work around it or work with it.
1: And so pricing your yourself is is one way of of solving that problem. Like the higher you price yourself, the less people will actually or well, you'll find less people who want to use up that time and you still will find time for yourself, which is a great thing to work on your own projects, your own passion projects, and, and make sure that you are still filling up your creative juice in in that sense.
0: Raising your prices is super scary because you are worried you're going to lose all your clients and you're worried people mm-hmm. are going to think you're entitled and you're mean. And the truth is, if you just reframe it, kind of like what you said, as you're just trying to protect your time and your creativity and if the market says you have too many clients at this price point, raising your prices basically just filters out, you know, the people who really want to work with you and it's ultimately better for you because it's not sustainable to be working 12 to 14 hours a day trying to take on every project for the same rate you've been taking on for the last three years. Raising your Mm -hmm. prices is just a strategy to protect your time and to Mm -hmm. connect with the clients that are like the perfect, I guess as you evolve and as you get more experience, you just get more and more aligned with your clients and you can be more selective. And I think one thing to anyone who's listening who's scared to raise their prices, one thing I've learned is a lot of us got into freelancing and running our own businesses for autonomy, so we could make our own schedules and like have our own creative freedom. When you raise your prices, you are directly serving that goal of being more autonomous and being able to say, "Yes, I, you know, regardless of the budget, I want to work on that. That sounds fun. Like I'm going to work on that because it sounds fun and it pays well. Like isn't that the dream? Um, and I think that's what we're all kind of working towards and every year of my business, as I've been, you know, getting better, improving my portfolio, growing my brand, those options become better and better. And I can, I have the ability to say no more comfortably. Mm -hmm. The third in, well, in my mind, the third anxiety thing that I, the only other thing I can think of is anxiety about our peers and like what everyone else thinks about us. Like
1: Ooh.
0: Right, because it's like anxiety about what you're producing, like you, like you planning your own workshop, like figuring out anxiety about your own business, mm-hmm. external anxiety about things other people ask you to do, and then there's that kind of emotional mm-hmm. anxiety as an artist about where you you do it to yourself. Though it's it's really messed up. It's like where do I stack up?
1: Fiction, fictional, fictional yes. anxiety. Yeah,
0: actually, this is this is, ties into something I was just talking about with a friend. About oh no I answered some interview questions the other day and someone asked what is what are like what was an obstacle you had to overcome in your career and to be honest, or the biggest obstacle and I don't have a ton of like huge obstacles where like someone wronged me or like you know knocked me down um, or you know mm-hmm. I lost all my money and like you know moved to New York with twenty dollars in my pocket like all those stories from like fifty years ago were. Like, for me, I realized I I tried to give an honest answer. I was like, you know what, I have been very fortunate to have had always had access to a supportive family and education and resources. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest obstacle in in my career, honestly, is myself, I get in my own way all the time about made up things, like you said, fictional stories, Mm -hmm. I tell myself about why I can't do something or what someone else will think of me if I do something. And those things are the things that have taken me the longest to get through and have held me back. And it's, it's the funny thing is from the outside looking in, you don't know those things because, or someone, someone looking at us wouldn't know those things about us because they can't read our minds. But I think we all do it to ourselves where you compare, especially in this age of like Instagram, like sharing online, numbers like we talked about this with the instagram likes like episode it's so hard not to compare yourself um and it's hard not to try to figure out where you stack up based on these you know numbers we see online
1: thank you so much for listening to this episode of the striving artist podcast if you enjoy this podcast please feel free to share it on social media it would help us a lot if you could also rate, review, and subscribe to the Striving Artist Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or SoundCloud. This also helps us in ranking the show and would be greatly appreciated. We would love to hear from you by email, DM, or even a voice message on Anchor. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.